Well, hello everybody. You are listening to the Cato and Church Podcast. Yes, we're back. It's been a little bit. Hey, Cato. It's it's been a little bit. Uh, we're glad you're here, whichever way you're listening, whether it's live or you're catching us on a podcast platform. Uh, we are glad that you are here. Turn can you uh, since we're live here, can you turn your mic up just a little bit? How's that? Does it look, does it look like you're getting a good level? Yeah. I just feel like mine sounds loud. Really? I could have my headphones turned up too much too though. You sound kind of good on my end. All right, good deal. So well, yeah, man. Good evening. Hey, it's uh, we're middle of dog going in the middle of February now. We're about. we're about there, ain't we? I mean, man, it's ticking on by. I'm telling you, it just it it does seem like to me that uh, when uh, when January's over, especially when January's over, it seems to me like pretty much the rest of the year just it disappears. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's another January. And, uh, but anyway, like I said, it's been a while. We, uh, uh, since we've done a podcast, but, uh, Hey, when the COVID hits you, you can't do much. Yeah. You know, I, I had to struggle with that old COVID mess for a little bit. And, uh, but we, the Lord, the Lord pulled us through, Amen. but I will say it still wasn't fun. Uh, yeah. I haven't met very many people that have, uh, praised having to go through it. That's right. <laughs> Had to spend me a few days in the hospital. Mm. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, it was, I'm, you know, I'm not one to want to go to the doctor. I don't, I don't, it just ain't, I don't like to go. Uh, one of the main reasons is I feel like, well, there's a couple of, good reasons one is i just especially now knowing how busy they are right and i just don't want to you know i just i just hope to get better without having to go you know and uh um, with you and so uh and then it always t- feels like it, they're gonna find something wrong if i go i know it yeah something <laughs> other than what you're going for i know yeah. uh and then I know we've heard everybody's heard those stories that the person never went to the doctor and then they went and that's the worst thing you could do. <laughs> I mean, I've heard I've, I've heard countless stories like that, but yeah, but I get you. I know, and uh, so uh, and then also I, sometimes I feel like when I go and I see the people that are in there, I, I feel like you know I'm having to probably pay their bill and mine too, and I can't afford everybody's. Right. You know, and, uh, but I know, you know, like I said, I, I know different people have probably struggled different ways with the COVID and stuff, but, uh, I know, like I said, I, I had some days there. I felt, I felt pretty bad. Yeah. You know, and, uh, well, if, I, if I remember right, you've never been one that has, uh, dealt with being sick in any way. Very, you know, some people, man, they can, they can just fight on through it and, you know, and, and lay brick and everything else, but it's usually when it hits you, you uh, if I remember right, you, it knocks you pretty good. Yeah, you're right. It usually it usually does. If I get you know if I get sick with something, uh, I'm usually out. You can ask my wife; she knows it takes me about out of here because she's <laughs> yeah. the one that has to. Uh, she's the one that has to uh, take care of me. Yeah. But also, I mean, I don't. I hate. I hate missing work to be sick, Yeah, you know, and you have to take days for that. And so, you know, it started with me, you know, January the 9th, that was on a Sunday. And, uh, about the time we got ready to go to bed, uh, what would be my left side, lower left side back was kind of bothering me. I don't know why it just was, it was bothering me a little bit, went to bed and it aggravated me all night long. Didn't sleep good. Um, got up, come in the living room, 
probably got on the couch or the recliner. I don't remember which. It's been so long now. Still uncomfortable. My wife finally got up, and she saw me in there, and I took some ibuprofen, and uh, so that kind of helped a little bit. So I went on to work. Then uh, didn't just wasn't a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, then that Monday, like I said, that was on a Sunday night into Monday. Monday, about time went to bed and all, all across my lower back hurt. Dealt with that all. Like I said, didn't sleep good. Dealt with that. Got up, took some ibuprofen later on, you know, and ended up going to work. Left Well, left work early on Monday. Cause of just not feeling good, just 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 blah, you know. Yeah. And uh, then that night, you know, on Sunday night it was my left side. Monday night was across the whole thing, and when what was funny, on the next night it was my right lower side that gave me the problem. And so, uh. Dealt with that. I was. I mean, I'm popping ibuprofen, son. Like it. I, I, ibuprofen. I mean, just like eating candy. You know. I thought they said that's what you weren't supposed to take. Well, <laughs> heck, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was Tylenol. Ty- I thought you were supposed to take Tylenol. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But I know that I've heard so many things <laughs> over the last year or two. I, I know it, and I know, but I knew that it worked, and so, but I I went to work, and up here where we at. They'd kind of had a, I'm gonna, if you want to use the word surge, right, of kids in the schools, teachers, kids, and so on, and so teachers being out trying to find subs, so on and so forth. They decided on that Thursday and Friday, or that Wednesday, that on that Thursday and Friday they were gonna do them e-learning days, right. And so uh, I went to work there, you know, because the teachers still come in and on. I went to work. Thursday and stayed there and Friday I took off I went to the chiropractor for my back you know because I didn't know what was going on well he popped and cracked me and I didn't have any more back issues after that but then as as the you know as the weekend went on and stuff just got to feeling bad just weak tired uh would get nauseous thinking, boy, if I move much, I'm losing it. You know what I mean? And I'd get my wife just to get me a a, a damp, cool wash rag and just put it on my forehead, and after a few minutes, it kind of eased. It was like it eased that nauseous up. Right. And uh, But trying to drink water, trying to drink Gatorade, trying to, you know, and uh, so – that was that was the weekend it snowed here and a lot of the upstate and North Carolina. And then, you know, on Martin Luther King Day, which was the day after it done all that snowing, she wanted to take me to urgent care, you know, because I just felt so bad and stuff. And so we went, and when we got there, they weren't going to come into work, couldn't, couldn't get enough to come to work because, you know, the s- snow and stuff. And I told her, I said, I'm not going to the emergency room. I said, I ain't doing that. Just take me back home. And so come back home, dealt with it Tuesday, feeling bad and stuff. And, you know, her trying to uh, get me to walk and move around and stuff because they say that they think if you got the COVID, that's what they want you to do. And then uh, on that Wednesday, on that Wednesday, uh, we went back to the urgent care. And, uh, of course, they tested me and had to send it off or whatever. They tested me for walking pneumonia. And uh, and on Thursday, I got the results. They told me I was positive with COVID. And uh, then after that, it was around that time, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. In the mornings, my oxygen would be real low. Yeah. Or I say real low, like mid-80s. Yeah, it's pretty low. And uh, 
that kind of bothered my wife and then my mother-in-law, who is a retired nurse, so she knows a thing or two about that yep. stuff. And uh, so, like, on that Sunday morning, it was low like that. My wife's like, look, you, you need to, we need to take you to the emergency room. And I was like, hi, ah, dang. So uh, I got up and got ready and went. What's so funny is I had a little cough, you know, and then, like I said, would get nauseous and weak and tired feeling and felt bad. And then got over there to the emergency room. They started giving me a little bit of oxygen. And then they took me back there in a the room. And uh, they come in there and do whatever they did. and uh, Just hooked that oxygen up to me. And then the doctor comes in. They want to keep me because I had that, what they called that COVID pneumonia. Right. Or at least that's what they told me. And so uh, stayed in there from Sunday at Sunday to uh, Tuesday evening. They wanted to keep me another night, but it was my wife was like, no, we're not doing that. You're going to come home. And I said, well, that's fine with me. <laughs> so I told them, and she had told when them. They by, told you, when they told you they was keeping you, was you nervous a little bit? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. You heard the stories. Yeah, you can't help but be, I don't think, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, too, and well, I'll get to it in a minute, but, you know, they kept me, and, uh, well, I'll go ahead. But uh, with some of that as well is, you know, when I went back there in the emergency room to the room they put me in, well, that's the last time I saw Wendy. Yeah. That, that, that. That, was, that was it. And thankfully, she had thought to leave on my cell phone, which was thankfully fully charged. Okay, so then they get me up there to my room and stuff, and and so the only communication me and her have is by phone. Well, by Monday evening, my phone's fixing to die. Right. You know, and so if that happens, I've got absolutely no way whatsoever. Because there wasn't a phone in my room, a, a hospital. There wasn't one in there. Right. And uh, so, but thankfully, they was a nurse and she, she come in there. I I think she had something to do with my oxygen. You know, they got different nurses that do different things. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, she come in there and I'm like, ma'am, I said, well, I'd asked some other nurses and the doctor. I said, can my wife, can I get her to bring me some things up here? Like a change of clothes, my battery charger, for my phone, they said, "Yeah, yeah, just have her to bring it to the down there to the front, and we can get it up here to you." I said, "Okay." So she done that, and I got that to my room finally. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my charger to work, and I and I plug it in, and I put it in my phone. Dang thing won't work. <laughs> Will not work. I put it in every plug in that was in that room, and could not get it to charge my phone. So that that nurse I was telling you about come in. And, uh, she, uh, I asked her, I said, ma'am, I said, do you, I said, for some reason, I said, I can't get this charger to work on my phone. And so she tried, she said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. She said, I'll see if I can find another end. She said, and I'll bring it up here to you. I said, well, I appreciate that. Well, I figured that'd be the last time I saw her, (laughs) but bless her heart. She come back with one and tried it and it wouldn't work with my charger. So apparently my charger, the cord, was bad. Yeah, was bad. Right. Well, she said, I tell you what, she said, I'll go. She said, I'll try to find a cord. She said, I'll be back in a little bit. I said, well, I appreciate that a lot. And I said, you're the best. <laughs> and uh, it, a little bit later on, she come and plugged it up, and it worked. And it start, she said, just leave it plugged up. She said, I'm here all night. I'll come back early in the morning. And she said, I'll get it. I said, well, I appreciate that. So I was able to get my phone charged up to where I could then talk to Wendy. That that was on that Monday Monday night into Tuesday. Of course, I come home Tuesday, but uh, but like I said, they wanted to they wanted to keep me for another night, but I wanted to come home, and so the doctor had it arranged where I could have some oxygen brought home with me if I needed it, <clears throat> and I used it. I think that next morning a little bit. But, um, 
I'm going to tell you what, man. You, you sitting up there in them hospital rooms and you can't have nobody with you, that's not fun. I, and, and, and another thing, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right either. And, and, and to me, it just makes, I just, I have problems with that. I mean, considering what, you know, where we are in this thing now, and you look back over the last, however long we've been in, in all into this mess, a couple of years now, you think about the people that died alone. Exactly. Talk to their family. Or yeah. Nothing. Wouldn't let family yeah, come in there. And it, it makes me angry. I'm oh, right it's, uh, yeah. Um, Cause you, you tell me that, and, and I know, and let me preface this. I know that it's not the nurses and it's not the doctors. They're, they're not the ones that make these rules. So that's not who I'm blaming. It's not their fault. But, you mean to tell me that them nurses and them doctors can come in there and work all day long, deal with the people and the things they got to deal with. They can leave and they can go do whatever they want to. They can go to the grocery store, concerts, party, stay at home, go wherever. And then they can come back the next day and work. Okay. But I can't have my spouse, and you couldn't have yours, and tons of other people couldn't have their loved one, at least one loved one in that room. Right. I'm telling you, they something up with that. That that is not right. And you and me have talked about it before. I'm not no. I'm not a great. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I'm telling you, they something up with that. That is not right. Yeah, I'm with you. It's not right at all. And and you know that just is not. That's just not right. Yeah, the further we get into this thing, it seems like there's more and more stuff coming out that just doesn't add up, doesn't make sense. I mean, it, and you know, they uh, within the last week or so, they released a big John Hopkins that you know, mm -hmm. uh, supposedly one of the great research places or whatever. They released this big study saying that that the stuff that, that was done uh, really didn't have any effect on what happened uh, based on their studies. Yeah. And I bet evidently that's not good enough. There's nobody talking about that. <laughs> you know. Well, um, I know. Um, I like I said, that just isn't right. Uh, I just don't. Uh, you, I don't know why you can't let a body's spouse or, or or if they have a kid that they if, if they want to take turns to come in there and sit with them. If yeah. you want, if you know, look, you can tell them. Look, if you come out of this room. You need to have this on. If you want to have a mask on, if you come out of here, if you leave and somebody else, they need to have a mask on from point A to point B, being, you know, listen, that, that I, I don't have a problem with that if that's what they want, for you to be able to have somebody in there with you. Right. You know, I mean, you laying in there and you can't tell them up from down. Yep. They're just going to they're just gonna do whatever they think they need to do. I could have seen, you know, I, maybe I could have understood a little bit of these these type of measures if, you know, there was a, a, a greater death rate. You know, if it was 10 or 20% yeah. of people that were getting it. Yeah. But it's never been there. I mean, and I mean, it's just, man, we could go on and on about how, <laughs> you know, all of it. I mean, now that, you know, I'm sure you've seen the, all the thing for the past week or so has been about the Joe Rogan guy and his podcast. Yeah. He has one or two guys on there and he's not, he's not some big Trump, you know, right wing conservative yeah. guy. He's just a straight, he's just a dude just having conversations with people. It could be about whatever uh, health, anything. Yeah. I mean, he has, he has some oddball conversations with, uh, just weird people. He just, he's interested and wants to talk to, which I, I mean, I'm all right with, you know, his premise or whatever he wants to do for his show. But now, because he had these two guys on there that had a, a different, and they're very accomplished, very accomplished, uh, well-regarded in their field mm -hmm. uh, because they've got a different opinion than what the narrative is. They're wanting to, man, they're wanting to throw him down the road. Oh Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and the Neil Young guy comes on Spotify. <laughs> I mean, yeah, can you name one of his songs? Uh, Southern Man, Southern Man's only one I think I can name, and Ronnie Van Zant and 
Leonard Skinner took care of that. So. Yeah, he addressed that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I know. It's just, uh, you know, uh, my thing is, is how come those guys that Rogan has on, why are they wrong? Right. How, how, what, what's Neil Young, the people he listens to, how come they're right and the ones that Joe have on are wrong? Why is that? And who are the, the fact checkers that, 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 yeah, that determine that? Who are, who are the people that determine who's right and who's wrong? Yeah. Out of that. Exactly. Uh, I will give you a little funny story when I was there in the hospital. Uh, doctor comes and sees me and, uh, he, uh, tells me that, uh, I'm looking for the text cause I want to be able to read it to you, but he comes in there and he says, look, you know, he tells me kind of what's going on. And he says, we're going to give you an, uh, an antiviral medicine. Right. Okay. And so I said, okay, all right, you know. And uh, let me find about here to it. Let me just. Uh, and uh, he uh, he mentioned the name of it, but I just didn't catch it, really. <clears throat> well, my stepbrother and his wife and his son all had it right after New Year's. She got it, started dealing with it on New Year's Day. And then she had that few days, and then my stepbrother and his son got it and dealt with it. And all of them are better now, thank the Lord. And they had told my wife when when I had gotten sick, you know, if, well, if he goes to the doctor, well, don't, let them, don't let them give them this medicine. But, heck, they didn't remember the name of it. Nobody could tell me the name of it, all right? All right, well, the doctor tells me he's going to give me an antiviral medicine. And, you know, we want to trust our doctors. I'm not, but anyway, uh, I'm laying there in the bed. They've come in there, the nurse did. She's hooked this IV, she's hooked it through this IV and started giving me what he said to do. Okay, well, I'm laying there, and I get a text from a dear friend. And uh, it says, get this now. <laughs> it says, good evening, brother. Hating you at the hospital again tonight. I don't want to get into your business, but don't, I, but don't want anything to happen to you. He said, I have a pharmacist friend, and he said not to let them give you the drug rims, rim." Disavere. Yeah. He said, and now get this. He said, I have a pharmacist friend, and he said, do not let them give him the drug Remdesphere. It's killing people. <laughs> do you know what they have you on? <laughs> well, I read that. I look over to the thing hooked up to the IV, and it's just done emptied. <laughs> Into me, son. It's done emptied. Is that what in. It was? I thought. And then it, it rung. I thought, that, that sounds like that's what the doctor said. I got up and started looking at that IV thing up here, trying to see, had to get my glasses, and had to see, and that's what they had given me. And so the nurse come back in there not long after that. I'm laying there, and I'm thinking, well, I'm done. I'm going to be gone. I'm leaving here sometime, probably in the next little bit. You know, I'm fixing to leave this world and say goodbye, you know, without my wife here. Yeah. She comes back in there, and uh, I said, look, I said, you know, I said, this this stuff here that they given me, I said, I don't want any more of it. I said, I've had some people get in touch with that, that now that I know what it is. I said, they, I said, I just, I don't want to take any more of it. And she's like, hey, if you don't, that's fine. She said, I understand. You have that, right? You can... And I said, well, I appreciate that. And she was saying that she said that when they first started giving that to people, when this thing first broke out, she said that they'd do is they'd just dump it into people, and that caused problems. She said, but then they went back and saw that you didn't need to do it that way, and they would not do it that way, do it different, 
slow or whatever. And I said, I, I can understand. I said, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to take it. And, uh, but I just thought that was something that I'm, I'm sitting there and my friend sends me that talking about that's killing people. And I look up there and that one's empty. <laughs> and that's what it was. And that's what it was. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that's what Trump took. Yeah. That's what things. Yeah. That's what, know. that's what I was. And it worked out for him. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and you're you're still here, so thank the Lord, thank the Lord, and uh, yeah. I give him all the credit anyway, because you know it wouldn't make no difference if they didn't give it to me. And it was my time; I'm done. That's right. But uh, and you know, a lot of us we don't we don't look at things. It's it's you know we don't think about it that way, but that's how we should think about it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we all got it's already. You know, we've all got an appointed time, an appointed day, our birth. Our birth was appointed, and our death date's appointed. That's right. You know, it don't matter what it is. It you know, if it ain't COVID, it'll be something else that'll take you out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when your when your time's up, your time's up. That's right. But then I got to come and to just kind of continue the the, the story. I got to come. I come home at two. Like I said, they wanted to keep me another night, but yeah. my wife was like, "No, I want you to be home. Me and Mama can take care of you. You need." And so I got them at a to uh just let me come home yeah. and uh it started doing better or or kind of feeling better was able to get up and walk around and that kind of stuff taking them vitamins and they'd given me steroids they said you know that and sure. i'm assuming that helped and but it was good to it was good to get home now i hadn't the last two nights i've slept better the last two nights and I have since January the ninth. Uh I hadn't slept good the whole time till like two nights ago. Yeah. And I slept pretty good and slept pretty good last night. Um uh, like I said, I just, you know, kind of tired. You know, my taste ain't a hundred percent. That's right. you know, that's kinda I can smell fine. Never bothered my smell any, but uh my taste is just a little bit off. And I don't know if it has anything to do with the COVID or not, but I tell you, I have a new love for orange juice. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm like, son, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Since I had this and was sick and then got got, got better and started drinking it, I, I've always liked orange juice. Uh, yeah. But it's like since this... And I, I, I just, I want it. I've drink, I've drunk it for the last several mornings instead of drinking coffee. Right. I'm drinking orange juice, and uh, just can't, you know, just can't get enough of it. Seems like I was drinking a cup of it the other night, ten o'clock at night. <laughs> Wanted something to drink, and I come in here and got me some orange juice. And uh, is there a certain brand? I'm just curious. Tropicana or Donald Duck? Okay. Yeah, Tropicana. Now, Aldi, my wife got some from Aldi, and it was it was good, too. It wasn't, you know, I mean, it wasn't Tropicana. It was the Aldi brand. But it was still good. It was, it was, it had a good taste to it. That, see, like, with it, I taste it fully. Yeah. You know, it ain't, it ain't affected by that any, uh, as far as my, his orange juice drinking goes. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I grew up a good part of my life down in Florida, and, um, we had orange trees around the aunt and uncle. They lived at orange grapefruit, tangerine trees. But it just seems like after I got up here, I had a, I had a greater appreciation for them. Uh-huh. Uh, when, when, they, when it would be the time of year, you'd get them. And to me, there's none better than a, they call it a honey bell. There's a honey bell orange, man. That is my favorite as far as I'm telling you, man. If you get you a hold of one of them, uh-huh. the way we do them down there cut the hole cut a hole in the top of it and just use it just squeeze, squeeze that it. thing and drink that juice out of there man i'm telling you i bet that was there, good there's there's nothing better than, than <laughs> that right there yeah but like i said i love for orange juice uh, i was trying to think it uh it, i kind of craved and like i said i don't know if it had anything to do with cover not just i don't know but salads I was wanting salads. Uh, 
I got that spicy Southwest salad from Chick-fil-A, which is a good dang salad. Yeah. And uh, ate some of those. And uh, it was – and then, but then on the flip side of that, uh, my wife wanted – she fixes what we call a chicken corn chowder. And I like it. But for some reason there, when I was kind of dealing with the sickness and stuff, she wanted to fix it. And I'm like, look, don't fix that. Yeah. I don't want it. She mentioned it one of the time. I said, Wendy, don't mention that again. I don't want it. If you're going to fix it, fix it for your people. Take it over there. I do not want it. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just, I, it just, I didn't want it. And then one time she fixed right there when I, I think it was right before I went to the hospital. She fixed what uh, uh, we call waffle brownies, and she makes them in a waffle maker. And you make them a little differently as far as ingredients than you do a regular pan of brownies. Yeah. And she made them that day, and I didn't eat any of them, didn't want any of them. Hmm. And I love them. Uh, but then after I got out of the hospital and – uh, that the I got out on that got come home on that Tuesday on that Saturday, we went to the store do some shopping, groceries and such, and uh, we saw some brownies there on the end cap or something. She's like, "You want me to fix some waffle brownies?" I was like, "No, I don't want them." I said, "Now if you want to fix a pan of brownies, that's fine, but right now I don't want waffle brownies." <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know if that's just something that I don't know. It was just weird to me, kind of, you know, like that. It didn't affect your taste for bacon or anything, did it? Mm-mm. No, thank God it didn't do anything toward that. I saw something new. Now, you might have already tried this, but I, I'm getting ready to, the next pack of bacon I get is going to be done this way. It's called twisted bacon, and they just take it and, you know, it's probably best to put a pair of gloves on to do it, but make it a big twist. And putting all the bacon on a, um, a pan and putting it in the oven for about 30, 35 minutes. Uh-huh. And uh, it looks really good. Oh, so you just twist it up, lay it twist there. It up, and then you'll have a whole big pile of just, I mean, really like snacks, but. Yeah. Uh, looks really good. And the last pack of bacon I got, man, was, uh, like you say, there's not really, there's not much bad bacon. No, uh-uh. You know, no, you a, <laughs> no, but I want to try the twisty stuff. I saw that so, might be neat. You have to let me know how that is. I might need to try yeah. it. So I will, something that I could film. That's right, exactly. <laughs> be simple. That's right. Uh, and another thing that I wanted after I got out, I like I told my wife, I said, I want a ribeye, a baked potato, and a salad. <laughs> and I got that Saturday because I fixed the ribeye on the grill and with yeah. some chicken and pork chops for the rest of them. But I got me a ribeye and man, it, like I said, taste wasn't completely there, but I knew deep down it was good. So I ate that thing up and, uh, and all. I will say I was only asked one time that I remember when I was at the hospital. I think it was just one time is all I can remember if I had taken the vaccine. Right. And of course I said no. And, right. uh, but I think I was only asked one time about that. And, uh, I've had, they didn't, they didn't ostracize you too much for that. No, they? no. Uh, that was from the emergency room doctor. So that was really the only time I saw him. Right. And, uh, but I had a couple of people ask me since I had it and got better. If my, mind had changed you know on that i said no it ain't changed a bit yeah you know not a bit uh and that's something i was going to tell you and i need you to look on your calendar uh so we can kind of figure out what would be a good date uh dr robert jackson he practices here in gaffney he lives i believe it's in bowling springs Godly man, super guy. Uh, he has a podcast, and I've listened to a couple, three episodes of his podcast. And uh, while I was in the hospital, I, my 
wife and all got me hooked up with him at his where he doctors here in Gaffney. Right. Uh, and I got a uh, an appointment with him like February the 21st, which I'm glad now I know he's going to be our family doctor. And uh, he uh, he spoke a few years ago before all this mess hit. The Cherokee Pregnancy Center would always have a banquet, and yeah. they'd, they'd always have speakers. And they had him one year. I'm telling you, he, to me, is the best speaker they've had. Uh, you know, talking about sounds awfully familiar. Man. Talking about abortion and stuff. Right. Uh, he was down there in Columbia here a few months ago, talking to him about you know ivermectin and this kind of stuff, and government staying out of the doctor patient business and that kind right. of. I mean, he's he is he's tough, and uh, I called him Saturday, and he said he'd be on with us. He said, "Cause I got," he said, "I got things to share. I want to share it wherever I can." And so we just need to look up some dates. I told him kind of right now for me Thursdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays wasn't real good, so we're kind of maybe looking. He said Fridays could work for him, and uh, but then I told him what time we usually done our our podcast to do it live and record it, and he said, "Well, if it's like that, about any time might can work." So I told him I was going to talk with you and let you let us look at some dates okay. and uh he said yeah he because i told him i said i'd like for you to to come on there and let's talk about about the covid and then maybe a, another time i want you to come on here and we'll talk about abortion and stuff and so he's uh, a he's a regular family medical doctor yeah mm-hmm, yeah and i'm gonna tell you how i found him kato hey buddy I, i'm gonna tell you how i found him he uh whenever we moved back from north carolina uh, you know, we just had Seth at the time right. and, uh, we, uh, we needed a doctor for Seth for something. And, uh, so I'd called the, uh, the place where he used to go before we moved. Well, they wouldn't take us cause we didn't have insurance. And so I'm kind of like, okay, well, what am I going to do? You know, well, I just got on the internet and I just, I typed in like Christian doctors, you know, near Gaffney or in Spartanburg or something like that. And somehow come across his practice. And, uh, this is when he was in Spartanburg. And, uh, so I called and talked to whomever the lady was. I said, look, I said, I'd like to talk with Dr. Jackson. If there's a way that if I could give you my number, could he, you know, will he call me back? And, uh, she said, yeah, she said, I'll do that. And so, uh, he called me back. You know, I really, did, I really kind of thought, wonder if he will or not, you know, Yeah, that's true. but he called me back and I told him the situation. I'm like, doc, I said, look, we moved back here. I said, my son needs a doctor. And I said, I tried to get back to where we used to go. And I said, and they wouldn't take us cause we don't have insurance. And I said, look, I said, doc, I said, I pay my bills. I said, that ain't. That's not going to be a problem. Right. I said, we just need somebody for him. And he said, just call back and make an appointment. And son, ever since then, he's had my, he, he's had my utmost respect, right. you know, and, uh, so, and I don't know what brought him up here, but, uh, I'm glad he is. And I'm glad I've got hooked back up with him. Cause like I said, he's going to, he's going to be our family doctor till he stops, Good deal. you know, and so, uh, but yeah, I want, uh, we, and we can talk later when we're done and sometime this week. So we can, I told him I'd find some dates, send them to him and let him, you know, see which one works for him. And then we'll go from there. Right. You know, so, uh, but anyway. Good deal, man. That sounds, sounds like you're back on the right track. That's right. So that's my COVID story. And we hope to get a guest here about it for long. And, uh, because I, and I will say this and he'll talk about it. The first podcast I listened to him on, he was like, if you were 60, 65 years old, take it, the vaccine. And, uh, because he said, if you have health issues, it may can help you. Well, I listened to one here a little bit ago and he was like, he was like, look, uh, 
He was like, look, I was wrong. He said, don't take it. I don't care how old you are. You don't have a lot of people tell you that. No. And uh, And not not admit that they're wrong. Exactly. But he he studies it, and he's he man he looks into this stuff, man, and he, uh, uh, I think the I think the you can you can get him where you can get us as far as podcasts, but I think it's uh, well I'll tell you what it is for people who may want to go and just give him a listen. Uh, it is here we go. It is called if I can. Get the, it is the podcast is called More Than Medicine, and it's the uh, that's that's what you should be able to call More Than Medicine with Doctor Robert E. Jackson, and uh, okay, so uh, worth checking out. Yeah, so if anybody well, was, you know, the guy that hosts the show that that I produce currently in the morning times, he says one thing he's noticed, and he, he brought this out within the last week or two. Uh, it used to be there was a whole lot of doctors coming out talking about the vaccine, but now if you notice, there's not a lot of doctors talking about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. About you know getting behind it. You know, well, like just, I said, like I said, Kato, they was only one to ask me if I had it when I went to the hospital, yeah. and that was it. I don't remember any nurses. I don't remember any of the other doctors that I remember. There's only one, and that was that emergency room doctor. But I imagine they ask you a lot of other things when you. Because it seems like when you're in the hospital, they they come in and they'll keep asking you the same thing over and over. Well, they ask me my name and my birth date a lot. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But and and, the right patient, the right stuff. But I'm gonna tell you this too, Cato. While I was in there, those those uh, two and a half, two and three quarter days, I'm gonna tell you what. They wasn't a whole lot of people come to my room. The one that come the most was the lady who took my blood pressure and would check my oxygen. And get my temperature. Right. And uh, that's the one that would come the most, you know. Yeah. But, uh, like I said, I, I would. They, they probably prioritize, you know, who's, mm-hmm. um, you know, come when they need to. I know it. Yeah. So. so. But anyway. Uh, hey, I, I say hats all to them. I do know that. I mean, that's, a, since my wife's a nurse, I know that the hospital nurses, I mean, that. <laughs> Even before COVID, man. I, oh yeah, Tracy, when Tracy worked in the hospital. <laughs> it's hard work, man. Ain't oh, no, listen, if you're a nurse no. and listen to this, we appreciate you. Yeah, and I told those right. nurses that I said, "Look, I know y'all working your tails off." I yeah. said, "And I appreciate what you're doing." And they were all appreciative of that. Hey, well, speaking of hard work, I, I'm I'm kind of curious. I don't know if I've ever talked to you or asked you if you've ever done this. So we'll shift gears here a little bit. Have you ever watched that uh, that show, Dirty Jobs? Oh yeah, with Mike Rowe. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, uh, a little of stuff yesterday afternoon, and they were showing these guys <laughs> that help them make the bridges uh-huh. took that rebar. I don't know if you ever saw that episode or not. But I'm telling you right now, and I read something where Mike Rowe said, "Of all the things he's done, that's the hardest work he's done." Really? It's toting that. He said it. It's like 180 pounds. There's about four or five of them toting those long strands of rebar. Uh-huh. And uh, down that was in Florida where they were working on a bridge. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I like uh, those shows. I like Mike Rowe. He, yep. He's kind of a common sense guy. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I like I like to watch his, his programs when I see him on TV. Yeah, that's good stuff. He's kind of funny, too. He can be funny. You know, and that's oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's tries to be a comedian, yeah, yeah, so for sure. But anyway, trying to to think of kind of recap since the last time. I mean, had I won the belt the last time before the last time? No, you no, you hadn't. We hadn't played yet, uh, it hadn't happened yet. You you were the the, the church league champ there for fantasy football. Yeah, I've got my, I've got the belt. I didn't, I don't have it in the building here with me right now. I should have brought it. To show yeah, I did again. see a picture. You saw the picture. Which congratulations. I mean, hey, you know, pulled so it out. I barely, I barely squeaked by you. I know it. Yep. In the, in the whatever the heat. Well, I don't know if we were in the east or the west. The, yeah. The big championship game there. Yep, I know. <laughs> you I, probably would have won if I wouldn't have won. Because I thought, because it seems like I, that 
maybe the first little round between you and me, I thought I, I didn't have somebody in, and if I'd have had them in, but that's how it goes. Heck, you, you know, you don't you don't know how that's going. You know, dang, somebody gets hurt, and that that kind of makes it fun though. You're trying to score them, think who do I need to put in? Who do I need to go try to find? You know, and that kind of stuff. I was proud of my team. They done they done a fine job this year. This might have been the best year I've ever had, really, as far as that goes. Yeah, and stuff. That's fun. fun to play. I, I ain't really. I, I don't. About I'm about to where I'm about done with watching all the sports and stuff because of the woke stuff that they're doing now. But that's aggravating. But you know, it is fun to you know that whole fantasy football thing. It's kind of attracted a whole you know because before we started playing, I mean, I wasn't even paying attention much to NFL then. Yeah. And then you know. Yeah. Not watching it. Well, there's a so lot they, of people takes that stuff serious, man. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, they on the internet all the time, trying yeah, to figure, trying out. figure out who to draft and who to trade. Yep. <laughs> of course, the one good thing about this week is uh, college softball starts up this week. Yeah, they're gonna have that big tournament down in Florida. Yeah. That... Hope I can watch some of that. Uh, Liberty's playing down there. Uh, Liberty ranked, I think, number twenty-four in the nation, if I'm not mistaken. So that's pretty good. Nice. 24 out of all them colleges. That's pretty good. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I will tell you, I was invited to uh, do some PA announcing for uh, little universities here. Uh-huh. Here where I'm at, but I, uh, I, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to do it, but they've got a policy about the mask stuff, about wearing the mask in there. Oh, uh. man, I, I, just ain't, <laughs> I just ain't doing it. Yeah, I don't blame you. So I said, I'd love to help you out, but I'm just going to, you know, I understand, I guess, your reasoning, kind of. Really don't make any sense to me, but. Yeah. (laughs) They said you could have the mask off while you were doing the announcing, but. um, Well, if you can have it off doing that, you ought to be able to have it off anytime. (laughs) The whole time, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. I know there was some of them nurses in there working on me that didn't like that mask. They like this doggone mask. But, uh, of course, I guess they have to, you know. But, yeah, it kicks off this week. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. And of course, you know, you know, Wendy and myself coaching a travel team this time, this year for the first time. Yeah. We got a little – well, we, it got canceled this past Saturday, which I'm glad because after trying to recover, and I just wanted to be able to just stay at home. And, and so right. – and, and then plus, it was cold as Christmas Saturday up here. <laughs> But it's in Taylorsville, and so they're going to do it this Saturday. So we're going to go up there and see how these girls do for the first time. So well, is it mostly a scrimmage over? Yeah, it's a scr- it's like a scrimmage tournament. Somebody's so they put the, they bring the umpires, let them kind of get practice. Maybe so they they're doing something. They're raising some money, and uh, they're calling it. Uh, I think that they're calling the tournament. If you got this shirt. It was called like knocking the frost off, yeah. you know. And I thought that's pretty neat, little little, yeah. you know. So uh, we're gonna do that. That's up there, right beside my home county, uh, yeah. where we'll be playing. So we'll probably get to see some family or something, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, and everything, but yeah, I gotta check my ESPN Plus. Come see when this softball when if they're gonna show some of that tournament. I hope they do down there yeah, i think i saw that uh no surprise oklahoma's the, the preseason yeah oklahoma's one and alabama too yeah so i'm looking forward to it i love it and uh we've enjoyed coaching these girls so far they we got some good little athletes but some of them are still in their first year ever playing softball right so you know but we we we're gonna look forward to it and have a good time anyway, and mostly is you know try to teach them character and you know that there's more, things more important in softball, which of course is the Lord Jesus. So you know yeah. that's, that's that's the main thing. You couldn't play softball without him anyway. Amen. So, but uh, but it's good to be back, Cato. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad we're back. Okay. We'll try to pick this back up, and I just know that. Uh, 
during the last couple of weeks, I they wasn't no way. So oh, yeah. and uh but it's uh I'm I'm glad glad we're back. Uh Cato and church at gmail.com. Give us a give us an email. Send us an email. Um check out our YouTube page. Hadn't got to put any videos up lately, but uh understand. But there's some up there that you can still look at, cooking videos, some of the guests we've had. Uh, check that out. That's our YouTube page. And, uh, of course, our Facebook page. Like and subscribe to all these things, whatever they do with all that stuff. And hopefully we're going to get things rocking back to putting some more videos on YouTube, cooking videos. Hopefully Kato will put the twisted bacon on there. Yeah. So that'll be... Uh, That'd be interesting to see as well. But, Kato, man, it's good to be back. Glad we're back together, buddy. All right, man. Sounds good. So, everybody, just uh, check the Facebook page. We'll we'll do it again probably next week, Lord willing. Uh, but, like, we want to always leave with you uh, when we kind of close out. You know, hey, it's like Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. You're going to meet him one day, and uh, that's a guarantee. And... Uh, so here at Cato and Church uh, Podcast, we encourage you to repent and believe the gospel. <laughs>